0: Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Coming up this week, prices for a one-day ticket at the Magic Kingdom could go as high as $105, if rumors are correct. Disney Cruise Line announces Star Wars Day at Sea in 2016. And a Houston, Texas family is walking from Disneyland to Walt Disney World. We'll tell you why. Uh, Also, I'm going to share my thoughts about Best Friends Pet Care, the kennel uh, service at Walt Disney World. And in our segment this week, Dustin and the team are going to talk about some clever items you might want to consider packing hey everybody, welcome to the show for your next. <laughs> <laughs> it won't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So coming up later, Dustin and the team are going to talk about some clever items you might want to pack for your next Walt Disney World vacation. Coming up next, from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. (music) This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 777, for the week of February 15th, 2015. The Dis Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner. Joined at the table this week by my good friends Kathy Whirling, Rhino Clavin, Jenny Lynn Knopp, Teresa Eccles. Our producer, Dustin West, and our associate producer, Craig Williams, back in the peanut gallery. Or the, the nook. We don't call it the peanut gallery yeah. anymore.
1: Wow, well, flashback. Yeah. yeah.
0: I haven't said that in years. Years? <laughs> well, I'm all thrown off because Rhino, was, mo- <laughs> Rhino was monitoring the, uh, chat uh, the chat room on his iPad, and he had the volume up. So, all of a sudden, in the middle of my intro, I start <laughs> hearing myself 10 seconds ago. Um, so, uh, that's what threw us off on the intro there, for those who are not watching. Um, well, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, excited to be here this week. We've got a lot to talk about. we got a, a lot of stuff to go over in housekeeping, starting off with our Seven Resorts in Seven Days series, which began yesterday, Monday the 16th, and uh, is going to continue... Uh, through Sunday, we're putting up uh, new shows, new content. Uh, some of you uh, got lucky and benefited from a little mistake we made uh, over the weekend when we published all seven of the audio feeds. Um, and so a bunch of people got those. That was Dustin's fault.
2: Yeah, that was totally my fault. I totally apologize so. for that. But uh, if you're looking for them now, and I even I posted on the boards because a few people were asking about it. Um, uh, yeah, they were put up, then they were taken down, but now they're going to be released one every day. This the people report. got
1: them and downloaded them, all that?
2: Yeah, then? iTunes automatically downloads uh, oh, if you're subscribed okay. and you have that uh, setting turned on. It'll automatically download the most recent or all of them, however you have it set. So, <laughs> yeah. And
0: uh, we've already got a uh, – we already had somebody call us out for a correction. Uh, during the Polynesian uh, review that we did that went up today – I mentioned that there were hot tubs on the uh, patio of the, on the deck of the bungalows at the Polynesian. They are not hot tubs. They are, in fact, cold plunge pools. They're not heated. So, why the heck you'd want that?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that changes things.
0: But, all right. Um, Also, I I need to, uh, I I really need to reach out to everybody uh, and ask for your help on something. Uh, The Richmond, Virginia meet is happening April 10th through the 12th and uh, signups have been kind of slow and I I got to be honest with you, I am so excited about this meet. Uh, Richmond is an incredible, incredible city and Melissa Margeson is working her tail off putting this together. She has got a great weekend planned for this and uh, it always kind of bothers me when You know, because a lot of times what will happen is people will sign up at the last minute. Um, But I think in order to secure some of the venues and things that she wants to do, we need more signups to happen uh, more quickly. Most of the team, myself, Dustin included, are going to be there for this. We are going to be doing the show from the meet. And I need you guys to step up. So if you are within a reasonable drive And I'm talking to you, New Jersey, (laughs) Um, of Richmond, Virginia. It's going to be a great weekend, April 10th through the 12th. And I'm personally asking everyone for their support. We're going to have a link on the show notes page, disunplugged.com, where you can find out all the information, all the details about this meet. But I would really like to ask for your help. I want to see this meet succeed. This is to raise money for Give Kids the World. Uh, Most of you know that. Those of you who don't. This is an organization that helps children with life-threatening illnesses that want to visit Disney World. So when a child goes to make a wish for a wish, and they say Disney World, they send them to give kids the world. This is the best-rated charity in terms of its management in the United States. 95 cents out of every dollar that is donated goes directly to the mission. Only 5% is held back for fundraising marketing and salaries five percent unheard of unheard of it's an amazing organization it's a great way to meet other dissers share our love for disney together in an absolutely beautiful city and meet members of the team and be there to see a show so i'm asking you please if you are in the virginia area a reasonable drive or even if you're not there are worse things you could do with a weekend than come out join friends meet some new friends and help us raise money for a really worthwhile organization. So it's the Richmond, Virginia, Diz to Raise Money for Give Kids the World, April 10th through the 12th. You rarely hear me make pitches like this for these meets, but this is important. It's yeah. important to me.
2: And, and and to me as well. I mean, I'm not originally from Richmond. I grew up in Lynchburg, but uh, spent many, many years in Richmond. And if, if you guys are, like, afraid of, like, going down south to Virginia, it's not really the south. I came from there. I turned out all right. So <laughs> if, if you're worried about that, uh, show sure. sure. uh-huh. sure. Oh, man. <laughs> I've never been to Richmond. That's, that's cool. why <laughs> yeah, so. I've never
1: been to Virginia.
0: I've been there. I, I went there once. Went there once. Fell in love with yeah. this. And if you're like me, and you like nice hotels? The Jefferson in Richmond?
4: I stayed right. in that. I, I was driving back from Massachusetts for from the holiday, and we just happened to look up, and I was like, oh, we're in Richmond, and I knew Dustin was from Richmond, so I was like, well, well not too shady, I guess. And we got a deal to stay in the Jefferson. It was amazing. Like, I was like, we should just stay an extra the day. Staircase,
0: The staircase in that lobby. Uh, is the one that inspired the staircase in Gone with the Wind?
4: Oh, wow. Margaret,
2: okay.
0: Margaret Mitchell. Me. Margaret Mitchell me. was staying in that hotel when she wrote Gone with the Wind. So that staircase okay. is wow. this. Yeah. That staircase was the inspiration for the staircase in Tara. So, okay,
1: I think I might go.
4: It's it's a beautiful. I might go. I okay, know. I will go. I
1: don't know it's,
0: it's a, if I'm going to put you up in the. I don't know I'm putting. Well, no, I get to see it though, right? I may let you in the lobby. I don't. know it depends. Um, So, all right. So, Richmond, Virginia meet April 10th through the 12th. Um, I also want to mention that um, we have been testing over the last uh, few weeks uh, some new things. Um, Mainly, we uh, are uh, testing out broadcasting live on YouTube simultaneously with our live broadcast on live stream. Um, If everything goes well, we'll be uh, doing that for real next week so we are not replacing live stream we are still going to be going out on live stream the way we do this is just something in addition to that the reason for that is that it makes these guys jobs a lot easier at the end of a show Um, it takes a long time to get the shows prepped and ready to upload to youtube by broadcasting live on youtube the shows are already there Mm. so that's the main reason for it it's not because we have a problem with live stream but that's the main reason for it. Also, we have been uh, testing out broadcasting live audio on Mixler.com. And uh, that's M-I-X-L-R.com. And if everybody doesn't shut their damn phones and iPads okay. off,
2: <laughs> sorry,
0: I'm going to beach over loud. the head <laughs> with them. I'm
1: just
0: looking for chat. Um, so mixler.com next week as well if, the, if everything goes all right I think we're, I think we're in pretty good shape. we've yeah. been testing it out for the last three weeks two or three weeks. So uh, if everything goes all right today, uh, we'll be doing that next week. Um, yeah. We'll be posting information on the show notes page and on our Facebook page facebook.com/disunplugged. Um, now speaking of mixler, you can also uh, head over to Mixler and listen live to the Disneyland edition of the dis Unplugged. Every Sunday night, eleven PM Eastern and 8 PM Pacific. And you know, I keep doing this. He sent me the he sent me the, the synopsis and I didn't put it in my, my script. I love you,
2: Tom. I really do. It's not personal.
1: I delete um, his emails. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, I have it here. Go ahead. Uh, On this week's Disneyland edition, Amy and Darby return for more help planning their Southern California vacation, and the team reminisces... Amy and Darby are lazy. <laughs> Just plan your own vacation. Stop to- making them do it for you. I'm kidding. <laughs> and the team reminisces about the Disneyland's 50th uh, birthday celebration and compares it to what's coming up for the 60th. Yep, and just a side note: February seventeenth is the fourth anniversary. It of took the Disneyland. my thunder. That uh, much I remembered. <laughs> okay, I was just reading from the email.
0: And- the fourth yeah, today is the fourth anniversary of the Disneyland Edition.
5: Oh wow! Oh, wow! So
0: four years they've been doing it, doing a great job. So congratulations to our colleagues out on the left coast. Uh, always doing a great job. It is a great show. I really encourage you to check it out, especially this year with everything going on with the sixtieth. Um, They've got so much to cover and so much to talk about, and we're all going to be out there uh, a little less than a month from now. Pretty darn soon. So doing another 7 and 7, this time in California. Um, Also uh, uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, every Wednesday, live, 1 p.m. Eastern, The Trip with Jenny Lynn Knopp and Teresa (coughs) Ankles. And what is it you are talking about this week?
1: Tell us, Jenny Lynn.
3: In
0: other words, they—it's Tuesday, and they have no idea. No, we know.
1: No, we We know. know.
3: It's just a little. This week's episode is definitely for Disney fans. We're going to be talking about how to bring your Disney vacation home with you in the um, aspect of romance because we're still in February.
1: Okay. We need to get out of February quick. I'm about over the romance. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can only take so much of it. And this week was a big stretch for me.
0: That was a good show, yes. though.
3: Yes, Teresa has been pushing her boundaries a little bit with this show.
1: Yeah, good luck with the video this week, Dustin. It's, it's a short.
0: It'll be fine. Look
1: okay. at his
3: face. <laughs> we never know what's going to happen on this show. <laughs>
0: All right, so that is tomorrow, Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, live unplug.com And on Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, live LiveDizUnplugged.com, the Universal show with Craig and Rhino and Jenny Lynn, And is Julie joining us this week?
6: Yep, this week Julie is apparently over the flu, and Corey will be back from Mardi Gras, so she can have fun with us. And
0: what is it you're talking about this well, week?
6: Uh, in the past month, we did a Universal Studios and an Islands of Adventure 101 where we briefly went over everything involved, so <coughs> this week we're going to kind of tie that all together and inspired by some of the bracket segments that Dustin's done on this show and oh sports have done for eons in terms of championships. It was championships. My idea. Uh, It was your idea first and then sports <laughs> stole it from you. Um, we are going to then now narrow all those things down and figure out the best and worst attractions, so... You know that way it can help people going for the first time know which ones they actually need to hit and which one to miss. Awesome,
0: great. All right, Uh, Tom uh, Tom Bell, the host of our Disneyland edition, also asked me to mention this week that registration is now open for the Give Kids the World fundraiser, Coasting for Kids. Uh, This takes place June seventh at Cedar Fair theme parks across the country. This is the seventh year Coasting for Kids is doing this, and the third year that Dizzers have gotten together as a group. To participate in the event. <coughs> Excuse me. Registration is $25, which covers your admission to the park, t-shirt, and lunch. After that, all you need to do is raise a minimum of $75 in order to be able to participate on the day of the event. Uh, links to the official Diz Teams for each park can be found in the thread on the Power of Ten sub forum of the uh, Diz Unplugged forum on Disboards.com. We'll have a link to that on the show notes page as well. Uh, Last year, 34 Dizzers at seven different Cedar Fair parks across the country raised over $7,000 for Give Kids the World. And that's great. That really is great. But it's not good enough. So, for those of you watching, listening, this joke isn't going to translate well. But for those of you watching, it wasn't good enough. I want more people and I want more money. Okay? I'm looking down over the top of my glasses at you like my mother used to do when I was being scolded, complete with a finger. And she's watching right now, and she's going to kill me for doing this. <laughs> the finger. Um, these are going on um, California's Great America in Santa Clara, Canada's Wonderland uh, in, like I said, Vaughan, on, uh, Ontario, near Toronto, uh, Carowinds in Fort Mill, South Carolina, Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio, Dorney Park in Allentown, King's Dominion in... Uh, is that Doswell, Virginia? Doswell's near Richmond. Okay. Uh, Kings Island, uh Kingsmill, Ohio, near Cincinnati, Knott's Berry Farm in Buena Park, California, uh, Michigan's Adventure in Muskegon, Michigan, uh, Valley Fair in Chicopee, Minnesota, and Worlds of Fun in Kansas City. Those are all the uh, Cedar Fair parks that are participating in this. This is all to raise money for Give Kids the World. So on the show notes page, disunplug.com. We'll have a link to all the information. Please show your support. Go hang out. You don't have to actually ride coasters. You can raise the money and go hang out in the park and have fun. Um, if you want to ride the coasters, you can. But uh, a lot of people ask that. Do I have to ride roller coasters? <coughs> and no, you don't. You don't. There's No Give Kids the World police. They're, like, <laughs> at gunpoint putting you onto like, horrifying roller coasters. So it's all about raising money for Give Kids the World. So that's that. Does anybody else have anything for housekeeping I have,
5: I have two quick ones i want to say hi to the family that i met in line at um hollywood brown derby last night we were standing there and the um the server couldn't pronounce my name and katie yells out whirling and this family goes kathy whirling <laughs> and katie just looked at me like really really <laughs> So hi, they were great. I got to meet them, and I want to do a mom brag that um, my son. I told everybody here a couple weeks ago, but my son got the Legacy Award yep. with Disney. He's oh, been with wow. the company for four years, and so I'm
0: that's incredible.
5: Very very proud of my son. But you it was should. It's a big, it was really a big cute. Game. He waited till we were on the monorail, and he goes, "I got something," and I'm like, "What'd you get?" And he had it in his hand, and he like flashed it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it!" Mm-hmm. So I'm very proud of you, Dan, and I'm proud of all my kids, but especially for Dan right
0: now. Awesome. Awesome congratulations Dan. That is a big deal. The Legacy it Award is. is a very yeah, Especially
4: in 4 years. I,
3: was I say, know. It sounds like such a short amount of time in order to get that type of recognition.
4: <laughs> you got to be good. Where does Dan work? Or do you not want to say how Disney. He works at fans. Disney
5: World. He works yeah. at Disney. Yeah, well, He's
4: yeah, so it. awesome. You know, I just wanted to be like, people hmm. should go visit this amazing cast member. You'll see him.
5: him. He, he's in all four parks. He travels okay. at the same time. Yeah, <laughs>
0: he's that good. Um, Transcendental. <laughs> yes.
5: <laughs>
0: um, all right. Thank you, Kathy. Anything else for housekeeping? All right. Um, we did not have a poll go up last week because something was wrong with the software, uh, the the app on Facebook. I yeah. uh, was able to finally get that fixed this morning, thankfully. So we do have a poll that is up right now. And we are asking what your favorite lobby at Walt Disney World is. And uh, I was kind of inspired by this because uh, we've obviously been working hard getting the content for the 7 and 7 together uh, this week. And, uh, you know, as I was writing things up and kind of reviewing a, a lot of the content, I was thinking a lot about the lobbies. Uh, of some of these hotels especially since we did mostly deluxes all deluxes really mm-hmm. this this round and how stunning some of these lobbies are how amazing some of these so lobbies important are
3: important too it's the, your first impression it of is, the resort it
0: is, your wel- it is it is the resort's way of welcoming you and it can in my opinion can make or break mm-hmm. a stay a dirty nasty scummy lobby says I'm not going to have a good week um, but, you know, when you walk in, especially Wilderness Lodge, you know, you walk in, you're like, whoa. First, you can tell the first-timers, because they're the ones sitting there slack-jawed, mm-hmm. you know, looking around going, oh, my God. So we want to know what your favorite lobbies are at Walt Disney World. This is already uh, – uh, this poll is already going on. We've already got almost 500 responses. Oh, wow. It hasn't been maybe – it hasn't been an hour yet, I don't think. Um, and it is a neck-and-neck – uh, race here between wilderness lodge and animal kingdom lodge uh interestingly right now, Gr-
3: the same person designed both of those <laughs> lobbies. peter
0: dominic designed both lobbies grand floridian is a distant third at the moment but hmm. this poll is going to stay open for the next week and next week i'm going to draw two names since we didn't have one this week i will draw two names from the people who respond to this poll each one will get a 50 dollars disney gift card as our way of saying thank you for listening and supporting the show So head out to disunplugged.com, I'm sorry, facebook.com slash disunplugged, and you can participate in the poll, and uh, maybe you'll win a gift card. But let us know what your favorite lobby is.
5: I was there when we were doing, um, I went back to get some follow-up pictures at the Wilderness Lodge, and you know how Disney usually puts everything behind construction walls when they're doing something. And I happened to be in the lobby when they were replacing the light bulbs in the big light fixtures that look like TVs, I,
0: I don't envy that job.
5: Well, they had like four lift things that were up there, and when they brought the light down, they had one sitting on the floor. You saw just how big that was, but they were also replacing, you know, like the. Oh,
0: tell me you got a picture of that.
5: Oh, of course I did. Where I is that, it? <laughs> I, I put one up on Facebook, but I was going to do a blog about things that only a Disney person would find interesting, but I sat there the whole time that they were doing the lights. Like how many cast members does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> and the, they were- Well,
0: when the light bulb is, you know, hanging 80 feet in the air. Well, how
5: big was the light bulb? Well, the light bulb, I mean, there was, there must've been it was a like- 61. Oh. <laughs> there was like 12 or 14, I have all the pictures of this, but when they had it on the it's ground and enough. they were looking at it and replacing the leather or whatever's on the outside, The hide on the outside, just the care that they went through to put this light back up in the ceiling. That's cool.
0: Okay, I'm very excited to see that blog now.
5: Okay. Yeah, is it done yet? No, (laughs) is it done yet? No, I said that was one of those things. You know, little things that, like, when you go to a resort, that you sort of like overlook. That
0: stuff. That you see. Yeah, and that stuff I love. Those little details like that, I love. Things you don't see every day, right? Especially when when you're there as often as we are. So. All right, so that's our poll for this week, and we're going to move on to discuss a couple of news stories. First, uh, the rumors are running rampant that at any time now, Disney is going to raise the price of a one-day ticket at the Magic Kingdom to $105. That is a rumor that is not confirmed, but the boards are all abuzz Mm -hmm. about this. And so let me explain what's going to happen. Disney's going to announce that ticket price a one-day ticket price to the Magic Kingdom is $105. There will be a collective freak-out on the boards. Mm-hmm. Everyone will say, I'm not going back anymore, yes. and then they all go back to Disney World. Okay, exactly. That's how this is going to play out. That's how this is going to play out because I've been watching this for years. Um, and I, I guess I, the reason I, I bring it up is I want to explain to people this is a... Disney wants you, in a way, to be shocked by that price. They want you to be shocked. Because I want to ask you a question. How many of you have actually bought a one-day ticket? Now, I understand every so often maybe something bizarre happens and you buy a one-day ticket. But on average, do you really buy a one-day ticket? No. No. You buy a multi-day ticket because that's what Disney wants you to buy. They don't want you to buy. If they could do away with the one-day ticket, they would. And the only reason they haven't, the only reason they haven't is because they want to be able to say it's $105. And here's why. Because when you buy that multi-day ticket, it's more like 75 or $80, depending on the length of the stay that you have. You're not paying $105 to be in the Magic Kingdom. You're not paying $105 to be anywhere. You're buying a multi-day ticket. That's the whole thing behind this, is that Disney can turn around and say, it's such a big savings when you stay three or four days. One of the ways that they killed Universal a few years ago, before Harry Potter opened, was when they made the difference in a multi-day ticket between four and five days, I think it was about $20. Mm -hmm. So people were saying with that... You know, we definitely want our four days at Disney, but maybe, you know, for two days we're going to go see Universal. Oh, wait a second. It's $100 to go to Universal, but only $20 for me to add another day on a Disney? Mm -hmm. Killed them. Killed them. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. But that's, take a look at the price of the multi-day tickets (coughs) versus, and, and average it out. How much is it actually costing you a day? That's what this is about. You're, you know, if they start charging one hundred and five dollars a day for a five day ticket, okay, then I think, you know, people are going to freak, truly freak, and then they'd have problems. But they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Eventually, they might. They're going to have to get there.
6: Do those multi-day passes also increase at all whenever they do the single usually, part, yeah, usually, but, but not, not,
0: not like, not like the uh, the single day ones. Okay. Because right now, it's what it's
3: $100.
0: Mm -hmm. It's $100 for a day. So we'd go up $5. Is
3: this also going to affect the price of annual pass holder tickets?
0: Sure. Look, we know that at least once a year, prices on tickets go up. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason for that. It's called capitalism. It's called capitalism. The reason they're raising the prices is because people are paying it. And that's the economy and the system that we have. And... You know, it kind of kills me sometimes that... I'm going to get myself in a little trouble here, but it kills me sometimes that people are up in arms about the price of this and the price of that. Would you prefer socialism? Because that's your alternative. This is capitalism. And they're a company. They're a publicly traded company. They answer to their stockholders. They have to, show, they have to show profits. They have to show dividends. I take exception with the way they do it sometimes. But I never fault them for making money. It's a company. And if people and they they have record attendance right. and record profits. So they're going to keep raising the price as long as that's the case.
2: Right. They weigh out whether or not they think people are actually going to pay this or not.
0: You know? And to those of you that are like, that's it, $105, I'm done. Ask yourself this question Is this really worth the stress you're putting yourself under over a hundred and five dollar ticket? Is it really worth it? Because you know you're going back. We all know you're going back because you're the same one that's been complaining about it for the last—I don't know how long have I been doing this? 18 years—and I was one of those people for a long time. I even—you can go back, you can back six or seven years in this show and hear me rant and rave about it. But then it dawned on me: if I'm not prepared to stop going, shut up,
3: <laughs>
0: shut up. <laughs> Unless I'm saying, okay, you know what? I'm not going back. I'm not paying
5: this money. There was one of the threads too that said that that was pricing out locals, but. Either I think as a local, well, I can't speak for all locals because I'm at the parks quite often, but most locals are going to go either more than once and get a season pass, a season Florida pass, yeah. or they're not going to go at all. There so are
0: so many options, too, in right. terms of the passes you can get, depending on what it is you like to do. There are so many options with the passes. I have never felt that my annual pass was a bad
5: deal. No. Oh, they, they lose money on me by allowing. Exactly. Even if they raise the price a little bit, they're still losing money on me by the time you factor in the parking and how many times I go to the park during the year.
0: Plus, you know, the discount discounts have gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, once the economy shifted, if everybody, I don't know if anybody noticed that, but they had all but eliminated annual pass discounts anywhere but the World of Disney at Downtown Disney. Mm. That was it. And then after the economy tanked, they started bringing it back again uh, into the parks. And now, I mean, a lot of times I get annual, dis- annual pass discounts on things. Sometimes it's the annual pass discount on a hotel room mm-hmm. save you enough money that it's worth it to buy the pass. Oh, yeah.
1: But talking about the locals, um, <clears throat> my kids have been through elementary school, middle school, and high school here in Orlando. And I would say <clears throat> on an average... Some years, my kids were the only ones that had annual you know, passes in the class for Disney. Now, more, a lot of them have
3: Universal passes, but not Disney. And There's I a significant difference in the price for those Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah,
4: there is. is. Disney just started doing, or I don't know, maybe not just started, but the I think annual... Universal has always had the um, the monthly option, yeah, the pay as you go, which makes it incredibly easy because you're just paying for that one ticket, and then like it was like twelve, fourteen dollars a month. So you're yeah, like, Disney, oh, yeah, Disney started doing now, it about four or five years ago. Okay, that's and I think that that makes everything a lot more manageable with Disney annual pass too now. So, so I'm, uh, you know, we again, this is still speculative, but
0: I'm pretty sure it's accurate. Uh, the other part of the rumor that we heard. Uh, was that uh, when they announce this, they are also doing away with the no expiration option.
5: Mm-hmm. I um, think that's the bigger deal of that story.
0: I think that... That's where they're yeah they're definitely going to make you more know, money.
4: Um, you that. just said that I went to the park um, last Thursday and there was a couple in front of me at the guest relations window at the um, where you can enter through France down there and um, they were trying to like upgrade their ticket into another ticket and something and they were saying to them that they only had fourteen days to use it. Which well, I was, if I you was don't weird. have
0: right, if you don't have the no expiration option, which costs more money, okay. Right now, you ha- you can you know if you just buy a ticket, right now, yeah, it expires 14 days after first use, I believe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but you can buy right now the no expiration option, where if you have a five day ticket and you only use two days, those three days don't expire. Mm-hmm. Um, used to be that they never expired. Yeah, you know, that's what I they, back in the day. Right. But they changed that. They changed that about seven or eight years ago, I think it was. Yeah. And so now you have to pay extra. They're removing the option to pay extra. So Mm -hmm. you will never get a no extra, unless, you know, they'll they'll grandfather in the ones that already have it. Right. But if if you it's not going to be an option for you. And I think people are going to be upset about that.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, they're taking away their ability to pay extra money for a service. I mean, personally, I don't understand. There must be something... In Disney makes more money if they if
0: you have to buy another ticket the that's next true. time you come. Yeah, as opposed to that. <clears throat> well,
2: because you could save the ticket. Like
4: my aunt came a couple years ago, and she's telling me she has these tickets, and I'm like, I don't remember the last time you were here. I think I was like 12 years old. So she had had these tickets from like those you know. tickets are still good. Yeah, and 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 so I that's when I was like, oh, people must like save these tickets, come and use them, whatever. But well, that uh,
1: person has to use that ticket. That you.
4: person has to use that ticket, but I think they also have a problem
0: part of the reason they may be doing this is that they do have a problem with people giving those no expiration passes to a friend or a family member and then they try yeah. and use it and they can't or something, you know. So
5: there's all kind of threads on the disc too about if I have a an old 5-day no expiration ticket and if I use two this time, should I use the three the next time I come? Like how to play it that, you know, towards another ticket. What what works out best for them? So I think this way if it's everything's Expiring in fourteen days. You know, you just buy the tickets you need for that. Right, trip and right it, now, and
0: again, even with this, I think you know. Certainly, people are going to be upset. Mm-hmm. But what's going to happen is Disney's going to announce it. Oh my God! Oh, the world's coming to an end. And then everybody gets over it, and that's scene.
1: Mm-hmm. That's dramatic.
0: Um, have it you, will have be. You, have you visited I this I know. Boards? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you familiar. visited my forums? <laughs> well, um,
5: sometimes. But uh, And Magic Kingdom is the most expensive. Then there's right. Epcot that's slightly less, and then Studios and Animal Kingdom are less than that. Yeah, so. at
0: some point, if they don't start doing something with Studios, they're going to have to start paying me to go in there. Yeah. Um, but, all right, let's move on to the next one. Star Wars Day at Sea for 2016. This was announced uh, last week, I believe it was, mm-hmm. that uh, they were going to, uh, starting in uh, 2016 on select sailings, Disney Cruise Line is going to be... Doing these Star Wars days at sea, and uh, they are planned for eight sailings on the Disney Fantasy. On each of the included sailings, one day will be designated as Special Star Wars Day. Celebration will include a deck party, youth activities, special foods, beverages, and merchandise. Star Wars character meet and greet, screenings of Star Wars films, and the Disney XD show *Star Wars Rebels*. This will be the first time Star Wars character characters have appeared on the Disney ships. The dates are January... The sale dates are January 9th, January 23rd, February 6th, February 20th, March 5th and 19th, April 2nd and 16th of 2016. They're all seven-night Western Caribbean itineraries, and these are selling out like crazy.
5: Yes.
3: Like light um, speed.
0: I <laughs> was stunned. Mm. I mean, I thought I figured it would be popular. I didn't think this was going to bomb. Right. But... Folks, if this is something that interests you, you better book now. Oh yeah. Because these ships are filling what? Did you book yours Destin? No, I, I have not booked. I thought one. day one you would have been on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, these are these are filling up and what you know, just so you understand the way Disney cruise line and all cruise lines work, you know, early on when they first announce the sailing, that's the cheapest the price is gonna be. It's a tier zero price. And they go up to tier five. And I would not be surprised if these sailings aren't already at tier four.
2: Yeah. At least, um,
5: yeah.
0: If not tier five. And a tier five interest. being the most expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I have
3: a question concerning this. Um, the dates that they're selling, are some of those dates close enough where when people get off of their Star Wars cruise, they can come right into Walt Disney World for Star Wars weekends? No, because Star yeah, Wars
0: weekends weekend is in May. Okay. And this ends in April. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. no. But. Uh, they're not going to they they're doing this you know the time of year they're choosing to do this is very telling these are sailings where they need help they needed help and they don't need help anymore nope. <laughs> no 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 um, and those early sailings because right after christmas you know everything kind of dies yeah. down depending on where you are and so these were areas where they needed that that boost
1: just picturing Darth Vader frolicking on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> the best way.
5: Yeah. What does his yeah. swimwear
0: look
1: like?
5: Yeah, <laughs> <really>? Is it <there laughs> a white little
0: s- bikini?
1: And <laughs> you know, is Slave
3: uh, Leia in her bikini? Yeah. Uh, I don't think. Just just
6: Not Carrie Fisher now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> slave Leia. No. Bless this is
6: just what scares me though about Disney having Star Wars. Yeah, there's good parts where they're making new movies with big name directors, but now a day at sea, like.
3: No, why, I d- why does that worry oh. you? I love that idea.
0: Yeah, I'm not necessarily opposed to the idea uh, at all. Um, I think it sounds kind of cool. But, you know, again, if they beat it into the ground, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, every, everything is Star Wars all the time, depending on how well the reboot does, that may very well, very well happen. We may have another Frozen on our hands. Yeah. Uh, in terms of in terms of Star Wars.
2: What I do like about what they're saying about the cruise is, is that it's just for one day. So in a way, it's almost kind of like Pirates Night. You know, everybody gets okay. has that one day to be able to get excited about it, and then, you know, it's not really a part of your cruise for the rest of it.
0: Well, that's been the question I've been seeing. Is this replacing Pirates Night? Uh, I doubt I it. And we're not getting an answer. Yeah. I haven't been hearing an answer to that.
5: They've put out a lot of information, but they're not mentioning it. And people are asking that. I've had yeah. clients ask that. Mm-hmm. So Am I going to lose the Pirate Night?
4: Yeah, is, is the seven-day, not say it still has Pirate Night, so it's just the Star Wars Night instead well, of the We don't know.
0: That's we, we've been trying to get an answer yeah. on that. We're not getting a straight answer, and I haven't heard any clarification. <laughs> so, Mm-mm. oh, there may be clarification out there. It just hasn't come across me, but. Um, that's one of the big questions yeah, that they're Star asking. Star Wars you
1: know. could take over bibbidi Bobbity boutique on the fantasy. Oh, neat, yeah. You neat. know, a bunch of little Wookiees. So you,
0: get, you get a little layup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little, oh, yeah, a little layup. Uh, you know they're going to do it. You know they're going to have a little costume.
0: So, all right. Next story. This one really moved me. Uh, the Cobb family of Houston, Texas, is walking from Disneyland to Walt Disney World in honor of their daughter who passed away from cancer. Jonathan and Jennifer Cobb and their three kids want to raise awareness for childhood cancer and to remember Julia Cobb, their daughter, also known as Jew, Ju, J-U, uh, who passed away at the age of eight from Irving's sarcoma, a form of bone cancer. When Jew was diagnosed, they, dis, uh, they decided to focus on the first three letters of the word cancer and came up with the phrase Jew Ken. Both Jonathan and Jennifer's mothers passed away from cancer, and Jonathan has fought it in the past. Uh, Julia was diagnosed at the age of six and fought for a year and a half. After a nearly successful stem cell treatment, she was making improvement when the cancer came back. One of her doctors sent the family on a -a make-a-wish trip to Walt Disney World. Julia woke up sick on the last day, was taken to the hospital, and passed away within 24 hours. So far, the family has been walking for seven months and expect to reach Florida by May or early June. They began in August of 2014, and they walk 25 miles each day. Because the children are young, one parent follows behind in their Suburban for breaks. They are staying in hotel rooms that have been donated to them, and they are homeschooling the other children along the way. So far, they have raised $18,400 of a $413,000 goal and have walked 2,023 miles. We're going to have a link to uh, for more information and where you can donate in the show notes page, disunplugged.com. But, um, that, what an incredible story! Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, that is. I mean, to take something from tragedy and try to turn it around and inspire you. And I said, when I when I saw that story, it's like hug your kids first, and mm-hmm. then go out and try to help this family. And mm-hmm. when they get here, I want to be there. I want to I want to see them when they come in.
0: That it, it's 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 incredible. It's an it's incredible, uh, an incredible story. And what you know, kind of along the lines of what you just said. What it made me think about is that, you know, whether we're happy or we're sad, it's all the same energy, you know? Mm -hmm. It's all the same energy. It's where we choose to direct it. You know, these people could have, I mean, they lost an eight-year-old. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not a parent. I can only imagine what that's like, but I've got three at the table here who can imagine if you lost one of your children at eight years old, what that would feel like. I can just, I can't even begin to imagine it. Um, and you can take that energy and you can go into a place of self-pity. Oh, I've got him. Oh, you go. really
3: have to stop. <laughs> yeah.
0: You could go into it. You could take that, that horrible tragedy and go into a place of darkness and, and you know, let it let it tear you apart. Or you can walk across the country and raise money for cancer research and cancer awareness.
4: Um, I the
1: lesson they're showing their other children, too. Yeah,
4: that's yeah. what I was just thinking. Wow. Was, you know? They're going to have, like just the le- lesson they're getting i don't, I don't i'm know. just
3: trying to imagine the magnitude of this mission i mean not yeah. only walking across america but walking with children
4: 20 something miles and, a day
3: and homeschooling them at the same time i used to homeschool my children i homeschooled for seven years i know the time and energy that goes into that to be be doing that in addition that i'm my mind is blown how old are the other children that are walking Does
4: Um I don't think this story says. I I read somewhere somewhere else. I, I am I'm pretty sure one of them is like younger than the eight year old was. So it's they're young. Like they're they're they young and then young. the other two might have been older. I, I could be incorrect, but it's like I can but see still, the article in my head. Oh my but, gosh. I just yeah. can't imagine. I that's I just I can't believe I I'm curious their route, like if you can look it up, because if they're moving, you know, just walking and they're following a suburban, they must not be on a highway or anything. They must just be walking back roads here or something. I don't yeah, know. I can't have yeah. on the interstate. I don't know. That would be yeah.
0: I think just the fact that they're doing it it's yeah. is, I can't is that, absolutely it, amazing. That's
4: commitment to be there. I mean, that's almost a year to just, I. it just blows my mind. This so.
0: story. This story needs to get some real national attention so yeah. they can raise the money that they're trying to raise so you know who knows who's listening or watching but if you're in a position to give these people some some ink or some airtime, uh this is a story that should be told Mm. and i'd love for them to raise see them raise their four hundred and thirteen thousand dollar goal um
4: i'd love to see a red carpet rolled out from disney world like to the florida line for when they get here (laughs) you know what i mean like some sort of grand gesture or something it's incredible
5: i hope disney does something, too, when they get here. Oh, they better.
4: Oh, I'm sure they will.
5: You know, I I'm mean... I'm sure they will. How awesome is... it? You know, I said they they took their tragedy and turned it into to something positive, which is something like, sort of like the Disney message. It's all about family, and if you put your mind to it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. So I hope Des- Disney steps up and...
0: I, I have no doubt at all. I hope so. That they will. No doubt at all. So... All right, that is going to do it for the news. Um, Are we good to do uh, the next thing? Yes. You ready for it? uh,
2: Yes, just one moment.
0: Okay. I just wasn't sure if we had all the elements together.
2: Okay.
0: All right, so we are going to uh, introduce a new thing that we have been talking about doing for a while, just something a little fun. We're calling it, you queued up? Mm -hmm. We're calling it Disney Food Fight. Okay, um, for this uh, this one, for this food fight, we're going to do something simple and easy. Mickey Bar versus Dole Whip. Which one Ooh. would you pick? And we're going to be putting up a poll after the show. Very simple. Mickey Bar or Dole Whip? Facebook.com slash <laughs> Diz Unplug- or Unplugged for the poll. We'll also try and get that embedded
4: on the homepage. Kathy.
3: <laughs> Dole Whip.
4: Rhino. I'm with Kathy. Dole Whip. Hands
3: Jaylen. down, Dole Whip.
2: Teresa.
1: Bar. Mickey Bar.
2: Mickey Bar, all the way. Mickey Dustin. I would do the Dole Whip for sure. Do you want reasons? I I have no
6: input on it. I want to see what oh, everyone. Come on. Give it. It. Oh my God! Oh my
1: God! Get off the
0: fence. Really. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't have an opinion. Let me see what's popular first, and that that'll be my opinion.
1: Eh. <laughs> They're both good. Well, they it's are 50, both 50. good. Yeah, but good. I was such a miserable... If there was a <laughs>
4: and the person at the card said, Craig, you can only have one. Would you say, good day, sir, I have none? Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, good
0: day. <laughs> um, all right, well, leaving Craig and his foolishness out of the equation. Dustin, why? Why did you pick what you picked?
2: Well, I think uh, the Dole Whip is... It, there's something different about it because it's not like prepackaged. You know, the, they make it and you, there are options. You can get the float or you can get the ice cream. And the fact that, you know, there's a special location dedicated to it. And I think it's better than just getting a bar that's wrapped in plastic.
1: Shut up. No, Teresa, I, you disagree. I disagree.
4: There's no chocolate in a doorway. Amen, sister. <laughs>
1: And it's portable. It's on a stick, and it's shaped like Mickey's head.
4: Well, there's not like a ball and chain holding you down when you have Dole <laughs> Whip. It's like they handcuff you. <laughs> no, does, it's, not. It's, it's the chocolate. <laughs> it's for the me. chocolate. Yeah, it's, it's the, the chocolate. chocolate for me.
0: So, all right. So you can head out uh, uh, shortly after the show. Head out to Facebook.com/slash/disunplugged and tell us what you think in this round of our Disney food fight. Is it a Mickey bar or is it a Dole Whip?
5: This is going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, I had this. Uh, you You came up with this idea, didn't you? Uh,
6: and then you or was it was it was a mixture uh, it was kind of it came started getting uh a little bit of traction after I did that article on the French fries over at the outpost and kind of went through and ranked them all, and then Corey took that idea and moved it into well, Disney it food fight. put it right up against each other. yeah,
0: so I think it should be fun.
5: yeah,
0: all right. So, let's go ahead and move on to rapid fire. We'll start with you, Mrs. whirling
5: Okay, mine is uh Disney Cruise Line has now added a grand family cabana on Castaway Key, and the price for 10 guests is only $966.43, but 6 more can be added for the mere low low price of 53.75 per person, and you can't book it online. So if you need a grand family cabana, They've got this, one for you.
0: That cabana was right next to the one that uh, I had on Podcast Cruise. Okay. Uh, it is massive. Because we're looking at it going, what is that? And then she was telling us, oh, this is the new family cabana that we're, it's like the grand cabana. And I'm like, can we peek inside? And she's like, this, no, it's all under construction. And she's like, it's all, you know, messed up right now. I'm like, oh, come on.
5: I hear they're also using it for some wedding receptions for the guests that get married on Castaway Key. It's a good idea. Using it for that.
0: It's a good idea. I I, I gotta tell you something. The the, the cabanas are, I mean, they're expensive on Castaway Key, but my God, they're so nice.
5: Yeah, they are. They
0: really are worth it. If you wanna splurge, do something special for yourself, uh, those cabanas are amazing. We had uh, uh, my mom, my aunt, Uh, and my two aunts my aunt Edie and my aunt Janice and we got it last minute because I didn't book it ahead of time and it was the day of my 50th birthday and you want to talk about a perfect way to celebrate your 50th birthday having your family there being in that cabana on Castaway Key on the best day that I can the best weather I have ever had on Castaway Key it was was gorgeous perfect and then of course that wonderful that wonderful party that everybody threw for me and then having dinner at Palo that night Best fiftieth birthday ever. So, all right, thank you, Kathy. Uh, Rhino has nothing. Uh, Jenny Lynn. <laughs> Rhino just found out what he walked okay, in. Okay, I door. was
4: going to say an explanation would be nice. Some people are like, "Here's that
3: slacker." Gets up
1: there like that. Someday I'm just going to show up with nothing. What would you do? I'm a rebel. I'd be in trouble.
0: Uh, you'd be in trouble. But he didn't know he was going to be at the table. No. <laughs> He's supposed to be back there learning the controls so that I can travel.
3: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, uh, The Richard Petty driving experience is closing June 28th. That's my rapid fire. We do not know what's going in. Disney has only said they're making transportation improvements. Yeah,
0: I think it's important for people to know that um, the reason for this is that Disney basically uh, uh, didn't let them renew their lease.
3: They wanted to. Um, They actually don't want to leave. And the vice president of the Richard Petty Driving Experience has said they would like to find another space in the area to have the attraction, which means they don't want to go. But um, it's probably going to be really difficult for them to be able to find space like that.
2: Okay. See, I didn't realize it was Disney that didn't want to renew it because Mm -hmm. I was just assuming like sales were bad or something. No, it's very successful. It's
3: very popular. It's
0: very successful every place that it is. Because this is not the only one. There's several around the country, mm-hmm. and they're very, very successful. Any place they open them up, so anyway, I'm sorry to see it go.
3: Yeah, they're making Disney transportation improvements. So I don't know if that means we're getting more parking spaces or a new entrance or what exactly is going on there. But
0: that's a big space, though.
3: It is. Well, it's in the middle of a parking lot too. That's always yeah. that was kind of awkward. I always thought that was an awkward location. But
0: yeah. All but right. Thank you, Jenny Lynn, Teresa. <laughs>
1: Alrighty, Charlotte Olympia is launching a new shoe and accessory line uh, all around Disney. The, um, upcoming release of Disney's live-action film Cinderella. They've got the if the shoe fits shoe for 1895.
0: I want to see you win that.
1: Yeah, free shipping. If you order online, but it's $1,895 for the shoe. How much? Oh, $1,895.
0: $1,895? $1, yes, huh? for the I shoe. I thought you meant no dollars no, like, oh, no, That's cool. what it looks like. What the hell is, the is it picture. made out of?
1: Yeah. It's made out of glass, are I hope, glass? because it's beautiful. No, why would you be glass shoes? That's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and then look at this amazing little pumpkin handbag. Oh, my God, it's so cute. It's $995, $995. Mm-hmm. Happily Ever After shoes are only $1,365. $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1,
3: it's a bargain it's
1: a bargain but they're beautiful and then they've got this little clock just under 2,000 not pretty I can't see it pocket mm-hmm. change anyway awesome huh little high end yeah a little but high end but I ends. know some people and some podcast listeners who will, will would love this little Cinderella shoe
0: I Richard Bunt them.
1: oh yeah Richard <laughs> Bunt
0: <laughs> he would wear that
1: <laughs> but they're, it's amazing for the high end person who's got everything they need I guess huh?
0: awesome alright thank you Teresa Dustin
2: Yeah, mine is... uh, Actually, I think this slide might be a little bit wrong. Uh, It's supposed to say guests can pose with an Oscar uh, statuette through February 22nd, which is the...
1: Just on that one day.
2: ...day of the Oscars. It's already happening at the... um, What is it? The Art of Animation building in Hollywood Studios. Um, So, if you want to have a photo op with a genuine Oscar statuette, um, you you can go over to Hollywood Studios between now and February 22nd. If you happen to be traveling then, and 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 <laughs> hold an Oscar and take a picture with it.
5: I got my picture taken with one last you night. Get to touch it? You, get to yes, it, you get to hold it. Yes, you get you get to stand there at the podium and it's hold cold. it. It was there was no name or anything on the front, but they when they when you go in the room they go oh. You won an Oscar, congratulations! Oh. And <laughs> so you stand crazy. there and you get your picture taken, and I put my pictures up on Facebook. But the part that Katie found intriguing was, Oscar is guarded twenty-four hours a day. Well, of course he is.
0: Oh, of course, yeah. I
5: know, but you know, we're there Like this is Disney, Foolish you know. Girl-wise. But there was a a policeman in the corner, and Katie goes. How many people have asked you to get your picture taken? The guy goes, nobody. Well, Katie got her picture taken with the Oscar and the guy that. That is it. So but the <laughs> Academy would only allow it to be here if they had a twenty-four hour a day guard. So,
4: so is it? It's nobody's
1: Oscar.
5: No,
4: it's just like a. It's just
1: one
5: it looks, they it's, made. They it's a prototype.
4: Twenty-second, I'm wondering if it's gonna be somebody's Oscar. And they, wh- whoever gets the manhandled Oscar.
5: But it has, really? you know, the, it has the Slightly background gears. up, so you feel like you've walked the red carpet, and now, you know, because on Facebook people were there. Well, who are you wearing? And I happen to be wearing my Diz shirt. Who are you wearing? So it, it, it's cute. <laughs> you know? okay. It is
3: cute.
0: All right, uh, Dustin. I just <gasps> went. That's right. Sorry, Craig.
6: Hi. Uh, so a, uh, a <laughs> cooking safari with Mickey book is coming to. Uh, Animal Kingdom, for anyone to buy that wants to cook some of their favorite recipes from Animal Kingdom theme park as well as Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, it includes recipes for inspired da- recipes That's for crazy. endangered
0: animals. That's yeah, I mean,
6: it's, do do that? so if you're into those cookbooks, I see them more as stuff that people buy and then never use it because <laughs> they can't find any of the ingredients in the books. But... If you can find the ingredients, pick it up and make some. Well, something. is it
1: weird, random stuff? Or? Well,
6: I mean, it's African cuisine, Rare so African you can't walk into your Heathers. Walmart neighborhood market and I don't shop pick there, it up. thank you. Go to the African section, you know. Whatever you, I
3: mean, it's not like we're – I don't think they're expecting you to go to the market to buy zebra or something. I mean, I doubt yeah. there's zebra.
6: I, I don't <laughs> think there's zebra. Well, maybe in the zebra <laughs> domes, but <laughs> – I, don't, I doubt they'd give up that recipe. So if you like those books, buy it. I
2: was going to make a zebra noise, but I don't know what zebras is. Well, I like. need
1: this because I do collect cookbooks, and I oh. think this would be awesome. So that's a little oh. gift you could get me there, Craig. Cool. Not to you.
0: All right. All right. Uh, before we close out, I, I want to spend some time talking about Best Friends Pet Care. Uh, this is the kennel that is on Disney property. Um, while we were doing uh, the 7 and 7 um, I needed, I needed some place to put uh, Abigail, my, my golden retriever, and, uh, who is now six months old oh, and uh, just gorgeous, just gorgeous. She's just such a beautiful dog and so smart. Um, and But she's still a puppy, and she's a big puppy now. She's a 40-plus-pound puppy, and she is just too hyper for my mother to take care of her once she gets a little older and calms down it's different but right now it's just too dangerous to let my mom you know my brother kevin when he's home can can handle her but mom it's it's just too much and i'm worried that she's gonna she's gonna hurt her not intentionally just knock her over or something like that so i put her i decided that you know it would be a good opportunity for me to check this place out um this is my first time boarding her and I'm not a fan of boarding at all. I don't like it. I would much, much rather she stay with family or someone I know. But in this case, I, I decided I had to bite the bullet, so to speak, and, 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 and kennel her. So, you know, I was a nervous wreck dropping her off. Everybody, you know, on Facebook told me we've used them, they're great, they're wonderful. I'm like, okay, that's fine for you, but I probably will hate this. Um, one of the things I really liked is that um, a I could call whenever I needed to. I could call whenever I needed to, and they would, you know, tell me exactly what's been going on, how she's been doing, how she's been eating. Uh, every couple of days, I would get an email from them with pictures
5: oh. of
0: what you know what was happening and. You know i'm having a good time Aww. um but also i could go over and visit with her whenever i wanted, and i could take her out into the the pen they have a, a you know a, a fenced-in area where she could run and that was her first time really running off leash and so taking the tennis ball they have tennis balls and little water fountains oh, and neat. little play areas for them and Take the tennis ball and throw it, and we were just—I mean, she was just in heaven. Does she
1: have interaction with other little dogs?
0: No, she couldn't because uh, she was too young uh, to be uh, spayed.
1: Okay. Um,
0: So if they're not spayed or neutered, uh, you can still put them there, but they cannot—they cannot engage in other puppy playtime. Yeah,
1: that would be a memorable because
5: otherwise,
0: (laughs) I end up with four or five souvenirs uh, later. Um, Now, uh, as kennels go, as you can imagine. Uh, this is not inexpensive. Um, they, uh, well, okay. Also, keep in mind, I had to put her in a villa, <laughs> um, so she was in. We have a picture uh, being shown right now of one of the villas. Oh, so it doesn't look like her. Fairly okay. large. It's a fairly large space. It's got a, a, a flat screen television in it that seemed to be repeatedly playing the same ten minutes of One Hundred and One Dalmatians. Aww. Uh, and then there's like a little outside patio she could go out onto. Oh,
5: geez. Um,
0: that was all, it was, it, it was, you know, caged in, but it was outdoor. And uh, so this was in the villa's wing, and she had her own puppy concierge. I'm not oh, kidding. God. Uh-huh. Did you have to
1: bring your food?
0: No, they provide the food. They actually suggest that you don't bring food, that they'll take care of it. Okay. You can bring any treats, uh, things like that, okay. that you want, bedding, uh, toys, that stuff, uh, we brought all that stuff for her and so that she had some familiarity yeah. from home. Um, and yeah, the prices on this stuff for a standard night, they have like the indoor area, like the indoor boarding, uh, $41, uh, or $41 a day or $39 a day if you're a resort guest. That's
1: a cage, right? A cage
0: on a wall? of Basically, that's where the cage yeah. Is. It's okay. kind of. Um, then you have indoor-outdoor dog boarding which is forty eight dollars regular forty four dollars if you're a resort guest the vacation villas for dogs only because you could bring your dog you can bring your cat you <gasps> can bring your rabbit you could bring your ferret
1: you can bring a cat
0: yeah yeah oh yeah they have a whole wing for cats and it's completely away from where the dogs are. Okay. So they don't hear the dogs barking okay. and they're yeah. not getting scared with all of that. So the vacation villas for dogs only includes one potty walk, play group, a flat screen TV and a turndown biscuit at night. Aww. And that's $72 standard and $66 for resort guests. Um, then uh, the VIP luxury suites which weren't available. We or she you had would a vacation villas. I would have absolutely Oh, I know
1: well, you would have done that.
0: Um, also for dogs only that's two potty walks, two play groups. Flat screen TV, webcam, bedtime story, and a go home fresh shampoo service after a three nights stay. That's eighty nine dollars a night, a standard eighty one dollars for resort guests.
2: I think that's actually the the photo we have up here is the uh, that one you just said the that's VIP. The VIP, and like you said, they have uh, webcams so you can check in on, that's but none of the others have like webcams.
0: Yeah. Um, now you know if you if you're not doing that one, if you're doing one of the other ones, but you want to add. Other services like a play group, extra playtime, extra cuddle time, uh, extra walk and explore, a bedtime story, and ice cream break, premium bed, holiday meal—all of which I added. Um, no, she—I wanted somebody in there. If I could have paid somebody to be in there with her twenty-four-seven, I would have. Um, but I wanted the ice cream thing, and I wanted all that. Um, <clears throat> and then what was it? It was the day we were leaving Wilderness Lodge and going to Grand Floridian I get the phone call that she's got worms.
6: Oh no.
0: <clears throat> and they had offered that they could have uh reached out to the vet they use to take care of it. Um or, you know. Come get but her. Of course, since I live here, I went, got her, brought her to my vet, and then brought her back. But um I will tell you that I was very impressed. Very impressed with how clean this place was, how professional their staff was, how friendly they were, how well they got to know her. The concierge in that little villa wing really, really got to know her and spent time with her. And I could tell that she had gotten to know her because she knew some of her quirks <laughs> and idiosync- yeah. you know, her idiosyncrasies. Um, So it wasn't just like, you know, you walk out and, you know, they don't do anything and they just make believe. I could, you can tell, you can tell when somebody knows your dog Mm -hmm. because I know my dog. And when I think a real, uh, something that was very telling for me was when I took her out of, of there to go to the vet and then stayed here that night with her because I just wanted to make sure everything was okay and then brought her back the next day. I wondered, was she going to want to go back? That was going to be the ultimate test yeah. for me. She'd yeah. been there for a few days. She couldn't wait to
4: get back Aww. in no.
0: She couldn't wait to get back in. Because I'm telling you now, had she pulled away and not wanted to go in, we weren't going back. Yeah. We were not going back. She couldn't wait. She was so happy to be there Um, that I'm actually considering... On a somewhat regular basis, just doing doggy daycare over there,
4: mm-hmm. and
0: letting them take her for the day and yeah. run around.
1: It's like sending your child off to daycare, though. You it know. is. They and, need interaction. Yeah,
0: they absolutely do. And you know, I'm very protective.
5: I was going to say, I mean, didn't you feel better knowing that there was somebody <clears throat> always watching her? Well,
0: I mean, usually that's me because yeah. she uh, she's never out of my sight for very long. Never out of my sight for very long and uh but she's still that age where she has to be supervised right yeah and I mean she's getting better as time goes on she's getting better but I didn't think I would ever find a kennel I was comfortable with and because I've had bad experiences with them in the past this place is great it's expensive to be sure but I think it's as close as you're going to get to a hotel for your dog um or your cat if you want to bring them with you on on vacation what
1: if you have two dogs can they board together and is the price yes. cheaper
0: i don't know it, i don't that i don't like know a, that i don't know um probably
1: some kind of program. we'll have a
0: link we'll have a link on the show notes page to their website um with all the prices all the services what they do for cats what they do for uh, you can't bring anything venomous i think was like the one restriction Oh, okay.
5: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. to
4: the cater to go. like my uh little dog he's a uh, Um, uh, oh my god what is the word grain free so I'm wondering like if they I
0: think you would have to bring the food if there's dietary restrictions you would have to bring the food
4: I mean that makes sense to me
0: Um, but yeah I think sure sure. I I imagine I can't speak for them I don't know I can just speak to my experience they were wonderful and I gotta be honest there's a part of me that like I I wanted to hate it I wanted to hate it because mm-hmm. I just – the thought of leaving her with strangers just uh, doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, it's hard. And I want it and – I, and I can't. I can't hate it.
5: You're a daddy. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I can't hate it. I think most
5: animal parents want to think that they're the only ones that can take care of right, their pets.
0: exactly. And when yeah. you
5: can get them to a place where they really do thrive and enjoy it, what a peace of mind for you. It is.
0: It is. I was glad to know that she was someplace she wanted to be. She was happy um and that they were taking good care of her
4: now she has her own little disney world to go
0: to. she has yeah. her own little yeah. hotel Our
2: to own go little to resort.
0: um so i uh if, if, it, if it carries any weight at all i can give my endorsement to best friend best of friends pet care obviously i have no relationship with them at all um other than that i brought my dog there um and it was i you know i will uh i will say expensive It's not, it's very expensive compared to your standard kennel, but there's a level of service there that you're paying for. And in my, in my experience, I got that. I got that service. So, all right, that is going to do it for me for this week. Coming up next, Dustin and the team will talk about clever things you might want to think about packing on your next Disney vacation. So we hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, Stay out of the damn lakes.